Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Latter Rain Ministries, where our focus is to share Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. If you want to know more about us, please check us out at our website at www.thelatterrain.org. You can email us through there as well. We would love to hear from you. We'll continue today looking at the book of Proverbs. As part of today's sharing, we will look at how God used wisdom to give this world the structure it has. This is what we need to keep in mind, that there are certain things that God ultimately set as rules as part of the reality we live in. And if we don't adhere to the established structure, we're only battling against the universe and we will come out losing. The principles that God teaches through His wisdom is just a declaration of how things work. That's all it is. There's nothing more, nothing less. It's just how things are set up. But we will look at this a little further on. I would like to help you focus your attention on people that are suffering hunger right now as we speak. Physical hunger is one of the greatest needs that exists throughout the world. That's why it is so hard for me to accept people that risk their lives and their families' lives just so they can have more material possessions. Not necessarily because they're starving or dying in their own country. Having more material possessions does not justify risking your life and violating the sovereignty of another nation and its established rules. God doesn't support that and we should not condone it either. What I'm talking about praying for is for people that have dire and true needs. People that are just waiting to die because they don't have the essentials of life, the very things that a lot of us take for granted and do not value. For example, the World Health Organization declared in September of last year that new evidence continues to signal that the number of hungry people in the world is growing reaching 821 million in 2017, or one in every nine people, according to the State of Food Security and Nutrition in the World of 2018. It continued declaring that over 150 million children are stunted in their development due to malnutrition. These are real problems. Yet people with issues like these don't have the means to travel, like the others that are looking for just a better lifestyle. We don't hear very much or just take for granted the alarming facts of people that are literally waiting to die because they just do not have anything to eat or drink. And these are millions upon millions of people. So as always, I urge you to pray, at minimum for issues like these, but also to take a proactive role and try to help somehow, somewhere. We have our prime example in Jesus Christ that the Lord not only shared the truth of God's kingdom with people, but he also had compassion on the multitudes and supplied for their needs. So please, let's start by praying for these folks, but also prayerfully seeking God's guidance so you can help in a very practical way. Let's put things into perspective. If you have to be careful with what you eat because you are afraid of gaining weight, then that means that you live in a place and have a lifestyle where there is overabundance. And as it is written, For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required, and to him much has been committed, of him they will ask the more. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I worship you, O Lord God. Blessed are you, O Lord, forever and ever. 
Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you first please forgive my sins and my wrongs, O Lord. Heavenly Father, I, I acknowledge as always, Lord God, that I need you and that I'm not perfect, Lord God. And Lord, because of that is that I need your forgiveness constantly. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, I pray for the many, many, many people that um, just don't have the bare essentials, Lord God. Heavenly Father, there, there are so many people that, that it is hard for us to even imagine that right now they're, they're dying because they just don't have any food. They don't have any water. Heavenly Father, uh, in the name of Jesus, help us not to be indifferent to these issues. And even though it may not be happening right next to us, Lord God, but help us to have a heart to, to help and at least to pray for these people. But also to be able to, Lord God, to be diligent, to seek out a way to be able to help as well, Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to value and appreciate everything that we have through you. But at the same time, help us, O oh Lord, to be able to, to have soft hearts so that we could be able to reach out to people that need so much, Lord God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you always help us to have this mindset that you have, Lord. You cared for us. You love us, Lord God. You love everyone, Lord, and you want the best for everyone. And Heavenly Father, help us to have that same heart, to have your heart, Lord God, your mind, and to be able to look out for the welfare of, of everyone else, especially those that have true, incredible needs, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray now, Lord, that you please guide us through your word, through your Holy Spirit, that, Lord God, that it may sink deeply into us and that it may do the work that you want it to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As we continue our series on the book of Proverbs, we'll be reading today from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 to 20. And this is what we read. Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths were broken up, and clouds dropped down the dew. Today, we may need to get a little scientific to get at explaining the passage we just read. As some of you may remember, or may have yet to get to, depending on your age group, we learned of various laws in science. We will start by quoting this from live science as they attempted to explain the laws of science. It says, In general, a scientific law is a description of an observed phenomenon. It doesn't explain why the phenomenon exists, what causes it? The explanation of a phenomenon is called a scientific theory. It is a misconception that theories turn into laws with enough research. In science, laws are a starting place, said Peter Kopinger. 
an associate professor of biology and biomedical engineering at the Rose Holman Institute of Technology. He further said, from there, scientists can then ask the questions, why and how? So, what are some of these scientific laws? We all experience these laws in daily living in one way or another. In physics and chemistry, the law of conservation of energy states that the total energy of an isolated system remains constant. It is said to be conserved over time. This law means that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, rather it can only be transformed or transferred from one form to another. For instance, chemical energy is converted to kinetic energy when a stick of dynamite explodes. If one adds up the forms of energy that were released in the explosion, such as the kinetic energy and potential energy of the pieces, as well as heat and sound, one will get the exact decrease of chemical energy in the combustion of the dynamite. We'll go a little simpler. How about the law of gravity? We won't get into the explanation of the law of gravity, but you're living it right here and right now. Basically, you're not flying off this planet along with all your worldly possessions thanks to this wonderful law of gravity. At the same time, if you choose to defy gravity, like believing that you can fly without the aid of equipment or something, thereby jumping off a building, you will quickly realize that the same force of gravity that is keeping you from flying off the face of the planet is the same one that will make you slam hard into the ground real fast causing all kinds of injuries, maybe even death, depending on how high that building you choose to jump off is. Now, do these laws exist and the explanations for them with the goal to complicate your life? The answer is no. Thanks to some bright minds that didn't take certain things for granted, but rather dedicated themselves to understand the reality we live in, we have these explanations so we can at least have a starting point that allows to figure out and or explore other things. All these laws attempt to do is to explain why certain things are the way they are, and also to help understand certain parameters so other things are made possible. The Wright brothers, for instance, had this vision of trying to fly, and they explored different options and ideas to see how they could achieve flight. Through their experimenting, they stumbled onto other theories like aerodynamics, and these theories of aerodynamics were what made possible their first flight. And as a result, we now have passenger airplanes. And large groups of people can move about the whole world thanks to these ingenious inventions. So having said all of that, let's bring it back to our passage and how it all works. We read, we read today that the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down to dew. What does this mean? If we believe in the God of the Bible and that this God of the Bible created everything, then we can come to understand through this passage that he made everything through wisdom. Everything made works and functions based on a set of rules he established, and those set of rules are contained within his wisdom and understanding. God established somehow parameters for everything, from how the planets are supposed to move, and establishing the existence of stars and systems, and how all of those function. God, through his wisdom, also established even the things that the naked eye cannot see, and how those things should move and operate. 
God created DNA. And that's how we have the incredible variety of people we have. Every single thing God made was created through a certain set of parameters that are all contained within His wisdom. So if we understand this, then we would be able to understand the following. If God used His wisdom to create everything and set to work things in a certain way, then it only makes sense to understand from Him how to live within the established parameters. Otherwise, if you go against His wisdom, then you are fighting against reality itself, and sooner or later, hopefully, you will realize that you are fighting against the universe and its established order. We read this occurrence in the Apostle Paul's life during the twilight of his conversion to Christ on the road to Damascus, where he encountered the Lord Himself, where it says, Then he, speaking of Paul, formerly known as Saul, fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? This was Jesus speaking to him. And he said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. When we defy God's wisdom, we are defying the established order of the universe. And similar to what Jesus told Paul, when we go against what is established, we are like kicking against the goads. Now, I don't know if you understand what a goad is, but the dictionary defines a goad as a, a spiked stick used for driving cattle. So, imagine you're kicking a spiked stick. Do you think you're going to win? No matter how strong you think you are, if you are kicking directly into a goad, you are just ruining your legs beyond belief. And after a few times of doing that, nothing will happen to the stick. But I can only imagine the incredible harm you're imposing on yourself by attacking a sharp object that is stronger than you. Every strike against the goad will be a new gash in your leg, a new wound, a new spring of blood opening up. If you do it long enough, you probably won't even be able to walk anymore. And if you wound yourself enough, you will probably even bleed to death. So how far do you think that's going to take you? This is the same principle that we're attempting to explain. And here's where it all ties together. God made everything with certain rules. And if we align ourselves with those rules through the wisdom of God, which is the very thing that God used to structure everything that exists, then you will ultimately experience the full potential of the creation and the things of God. Otherwise, sooner or later, you will wind up destroying yourself, those around you, and ultimately missing out on eternity and on everything else God has for those that love Him and obey Him. God explains to us as best as possible the way we should live through His Word so we're able to reap all of the benefits and the blessings God wants to bestow on our lives. Otherwise, you're just fighting against the universe and the established order, and you will gain only your own destruction throughout all of that. There is nothing to show for after that. Just a lot of pain and suffering and, of course, eternal perdition. So when we find God's wisdom, when we gain His understanding, we then attain the great blessings and riches God can grant us through His wisdom. And what His wisdom gives us is more profitable than silver and has greater gain than gold. 
Wisdom is more precious than rubies and anything else that you can imagine. Nothing can compare to God's wisdom. God's wisdom gives you length of days and it also gives riches and honor, things that go beyond money and worldly possessions. We can find pleasantness and peace through the Lord. We find true life and joy through Him. Nothing can compare to what we can achieve through the love and wisdom of the Lord. When we follow Him faithfully, applying as best as possible everything He teaches us, we can then experience the wondrous life the Lord wants for everyone to have. It may not be a perfect life, but I guarantee you it will be an awesome experience with eternity to look forward to. So my best advice to you is to look for the Lord with all of your heart and seek His wisdom, for in His wisdom we will be able to attain immortality. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, I give you thanks, O Lord, because you didn't just leave us on our own here on earth, Lord God. But you gave us, Lord God, your word, your direction, your guidance. You gave us, O oh Lord, the, the knowledge to be able to know how to get to you. How to be able to have a personal and intimate relationship with you, Lord God. And you opened the way through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through the cross, through the shedding of his blood. So that if we were to repent from our sins and turn from them to follow you and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We are able, O oh Lord, to have this personal, real, and intimate relationship with the God of the universe. Heavenly Father, and, and even on top of that, Lord God, you gave us your word, your understanding, your Holy Spirit, so we could seek out your wisdom, so we can understand how everything should work, so we can understand clearly the things that we should be doing and the things we shouldn't be doing and how we can align ourselves with your creation, with your works, so that we can ultimately reap the greatest benefits that we can. Heavenly Father, truly you are loving, you are gracious, you are merciful. Lord God, you don't keep things a secret, but rather you want to open up entirely to us and that we may be able to understand the things that you do and that we may be able to do the things that you want us to do so that we can have the great and awesome blessings that you have for us. Lord God, you are truly awesome in any kind of way and there's no one like you, Lord. Heavenly Father, help us to value your wisdom. Help us to value the wonderful things that you have for us. Help us to see clearly, Lord God, that what you want for us is greater than anything the world can offer us. Heavenly Father, help us to not fall to the lies of Satan. That, Lord God, that for mere crumbs that disappear, that we don't exchange that that is truly valuable for those things that just go away in an instant. Help us, O oh Lord, to just understand how great you are and to help us understand that your ways 
are the only ones that can give us life. I give you thanks and I pray for each person that is listening, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you open up their understanding, that you help them to see clearer and clearer as each day goes by your greatness and how much they should look for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please join us again next time as we continue studying God's Word. And please feel free to write us through our website if you would like more information or you just need some prayer. Our web address is thelatterrain.org. We would love to hear from you. May God bless you. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world.